I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. So if you had a warning label, like if you came with a warning label, what would it be, Mitchell? (laughs) I don't know. Mine would be like asshole at the drop of a hat. Like turns to asshole in three seconds, like inappropriate or must explain first. Yeah, I feel like mine would be like caution may bust out into Disney song at any time. (laughs) Or tears, depending. (laughs) No, I cry less now that I'm on antidepressants. (laughs) I like wish I could cry more. Oh, God. Mitch is abrasive. Warning, abrasive. (laughs) Funny. I mean, that's both like kind of mine too, right? But like, yeah. But mine would be, I am definitely like that person has to be explained ahead of time. So whatever that warning label is, right? It's like the person, my my nieces are going to have to explain me. You you get to whomever (laughs) their whole life. Like I'm going to be that aunt. You you know what I mean? Like inappropriateness. Perhaps. Imminent. So today we're talking about labels, not necessarily warning labels, but more about the just like, what, Mitchell? Okay. Mm-hmm. More just about the like. <laughs> like One how we- day y'all are going to learn how to broadcast a <laughs> podcast without acknowledging things it's, that are happening. In no, the- that's not me. That's written. We've decided. We, I can just ignore you. You and- just make me paranoid. So, um. <clears throat> So we're talking about like all of the labels around sexuality and gender that are becoming more and more of a thing. So I'm gonna quiz you guys. It's funny because I feel like like for so long we've worked, we've tried to anti like not label ourselves and people, and then we've like we're literally we're like working purposely hard to well, that's make what sure we're, we're labeling about. ourselves. Though yeah. So, and I I don't promise to pronounce any of these correctly. <laughs> so what is an allosexual. They love aloe vera. Mitchell. Or aloe black, the musician. Uh, it's a word and category describing those who experience sexual attraction. Okay. It's like everybody? No. Nope. Not everybody wait, wait, wait. is. Not Please. everybody has sex- feels sexual attraction. Oh, okay. That would be someone who's asexual. asexual. Correct. So. But like. Okay. But yes, like most people. No- the norm. We, we're not doing that. <laughs> Another label. Don't label me. The Nip status Mitchell. quo. Yes. Well, I think the whole. We'll get into this That's later. I think point. perhaps the point of labeling oh God, is to I hate make this something. Episode already. <laughs> we do too, and that's so why we are everyone. into the bourbon. So, <laughs> FYI, Mitchell and I are into the bourbon. We don't know what's going to happen next, but Ren, good luck. <laughs> I'm at the wheel. So, androsexual. Androsexual. You like. I don't think I, I have know. to imagine it comes from androgynous. Yeah. Like, like you like not things. really sure. No, <laughs> you like 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 people who you can't identify their sex right off the bat. A term <laughs> used to communicate sexual or romantic attraction to men, males, or masculinity. Okay. Autosexual. It's I, like autoerotic. I'm <laughs> I'm attracted to myself. I want to bang the hell out of me. Ew. Actually, okay. that's correct. Yeah. No, yeah? Yes. I'm getting that t-shirt I'm, printed. I'm out. I'd fuck me. I cupiosexual. <laughs> you like cupie dolls? It's like I don't know any. Really of into like 
Angels. I literally don't know any of these <laughs> at all. So cupiosexual describes asexual people who don't experience sexual attraction but still have a desire to engage in sexual behavior or a sexual relationship. I don't understand that. Demisexual. Okay. They you like all the sexuals. So this is someone You who, like half the sexuals. Doesn't demi mean half? <laughs> So this is someone who experiences sexual attraction only under specific circumstances, such as after building a romantic or emotional relationship with a person. Okay, I mean, whatever. Why do we have to have so many words? Gray sexual. Gray's anatomy and or Colorblind. gray things. Attracted to <laughs> monochrome <laughs> existence. It's used to acknowledge the gray area on the sexuality spectrum for people who don't explicitly and exclusively identify as asexual or aromantic. So for a lot of these, by the way, there's like bi-curious, or not bi-curious, but bisexual, bi-romantic, also bi-curious. But so there's a differentiation between being sexually attracted to someone and romantically attracted. Um, gynosexual. Love me some vaginas. Vagina. Vagina. Yeah. So this is like androsexual. It's sexual or romantic attraction to women, females, or femininity. I'm going to skip hetero and homosexual because if you don't know what that is. Then that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Monosexual. You only love yourself. And I know a lot of those people. No, I'm kidding. I have no idea what that means either. A broad sexual orientation category that includes people who experience romantic or sexual attraction to people of one sex or gender. Monosexuality typically includes those who are exclusively heterosexual, gay, or lesbian. Okay. Fine. Pansexual. I, I feel like I knew that one, and now I don't remember. Pansexual like, is like... Like anything, yeah? <laughs> yeah? Like all the things, right? Can experience sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction to any person, regardless of that person's gender, sex, or sexuality. Right. Which is bisexual. Mm, I think that one's a little different. What'd you say? It's, bi it's bisexual. It's, it's not the same. No, because, because bisexual like an is binary. So that's male or female. Right. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Right. Pomosexual. Oh, you like pomegranates. Or pomade. Really into guys Ooh, with gel. pompadours. People with gel. Or like women something with about Mary. Or something uh, about Mary hair. with pompadours. Yeah. Just pompadours in general really gets the blood, the blood juices going. going. So this is a term used to refer to people who reject sexuality labels. Only want to have sex in this, oh. the, the location of Pompeii. I just, let me. Or don't identify with any of them. Pomosexual is not necessarily an identity, even though really it is a label. sexually attracted to pompous assholes. I, so it's a label we, for people who don't, don't want to be, be labeled. labeled. Hey, can we, yeah, I just want to, I want to I make sure we're not trying to denigrate or make fun of any of these. It's just like, there's too many words. Sapiosexual. Uh, you like brain. people. That's right. To describe yeah. those who experience attraction based on intelligence rather than sex or gender. This is, by the way, from Healthline. I'm out, by the way. I really only want somebody who's good looking. We know. Scoliosexual. I'm telling Donnie, you said he's really dumb. Really interested in people with a straight Scoliosis. spine. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Or not straight spine. A sexual orientation that describes people who are sexually attracted to those with non-cisgender identities, such as people who are non-binary, non-binary, genderqueer, or trans. Okay. Uh, spectrosexual. Is there room left on this fucking flag? Is no. There, is, there an, is there any more room for any more colors on this particular flag that we're making? This, it, this is the last term. And what is it? Spectrosexual. All the things. You think everything is a sexual being. Just mad fucking. <laughs> 
A term that describes people who are sexually or romantically attracted to multiple or varied sexes, genders, and gender identities, but not necessarily all or any. So I guess it's like pansexual, except not all. It's like multi, but not everything. I don't understand at anything you just said, and I have not had enough bourbon. So I think the problem is that kind of no one does. And so that's what we're talking about today. Except for the people, except for the people that identify as, as things. these things. And then they're very into it. But do we think right. somebody who identifies as one of those things knows all of... I didn't even use all the terms, but like all of the terms I just said? No, I think that they think know very they, specific ones what they, that they relate to them yeah. and or people that they know, which is probably where they figured out their own terminology. I do think there are some that probably know a good deal of them um, yes. and have made this a thing, especially if that's something that they're studying or if they're advocating for. But I think that, no, I think most people, it's like, I know what a few things are. I know what I am. And this is, so if somebody asks or if I'm dating and I need to put it on my website, you know, or my profile or whatever, I know for that purpose, but it's, it's not kind of that important. Like, I don't really need to know that because I'm not probably going to date you if you're calling yourself that like honestly so if i'm on a dating i'm just thinking dating site in this scenario Mm -hmm. i'm looking for heterosexual males anything else is probably not going to be on my like click list because i don't but a man who was pansexual but was into you (laughs) yeah but i can't deal with that I, i can't deal with the fact that you're even like this into like I, I can't do it i <laughs> but i'm also with We're, a very heterosexual cisgender man so it's like we just live in our very cisgender <laughs> heteronormative world in my f- house and it's so i'm not anti it i'm just saying like anything outside of that i'm like i get it but like i'm out so we're not going to dive into that today <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to talk about labels and here's why i wanted to talk to you guys about this so Someone I know who I happen to live with and am legally bound to for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> or until we finalize the divorce. Right. <laughs> so, you know, was talking to, you know, people and like people are like, you know, hearing about all these different labels. And, you know, and there's, so that was sexuality that we talked about. But there's also people who are non-binary. And so it refers to sexuality and gender, which as a reminder are two different things. Sexuality is who you want to bang. Gender is who you are. Right, and and we can label ourselves. I mean, Caucasian, heteros. I mean, um, Latino, not Latino, whatever. Like, there's a, a million labels for yes. everything, right? And so I think for a lot of people, all of these labels are like a big eye roll, right? Like it's it, it's 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 this or it's this. That we don't need fifty labels for it. And I was listening to the Savage Lovecast, which is a very sex positive podcast hosted by Dan Savage and someone, someone called in and it was someone who was uh, neurodivergent. So on the spectrum, mm-hmm. I believe. And he was asking, you know, was there a word for people who were on the spectrum or for people who in their sexual identity experienced something like being on the spectrum? And Dan Savage said, doesn't anybody just want to be straight anymore? <laughs> And well, I I mean, I would challenge that with it. It's not a choice. And so when I like say all of this stuff, it's not a choice. I didn't choose to be heterosexual and I didn't choose to be cisgender. I am. So, but but this person was a a straight person, but he was talking about a term within his straight sexuality (laughs) about a way that he He didn't want to call him just self, just straight. Right. He wanted a label for whatever the specific, and he was basically just saying like, 
everybody wants to come up with these labels. Like, doesn't anybody just want to be straight? And mm-hmm. so, uh, and then he went on to like, you know, say, no, I'm just you, kidding. Blah, you blah, wouldn't blah. be unique like everyone else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that's exactly what it is. If I mean, it, for this straight. person, it's how do I identify myself? Even though I'm just straight. other (laughs) like-minded people. Whereas, you know, again, to your point, if it's on the dating site and somebody puts like, I'm alienosexual and I'm like, I have to look that up and I don't want to. Well, I'm just not going to match because I'm not woke enough or whatever it is I need to be for you. We have established your take on this, Katrina. (laughs) You don't have to tell us your opinion for the, like, you're off. You're off the clock. Mike, Mike, you know what happened though when you handed me this mic? You can't turn it off. No, I can't. I would just have to turn Ren's off too and nobody wants that to happen. Well, I know. Okay. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, I'm looking at it like I have to look that up. I don't like it's fine. I it's it's okay. I'll look it up if it's something that I can relate to or I fit into. Cool. We'll see. But if I was just in a conversation like, yeah, I'm so in, I was like, okay. Why don't we just have a conversation? Like, if you're into a specific thing in the bedroom, then we could talk about that. We can have a conversation about it. But, like, like, I don't see the need in doing that. Well, is it relevant? Is it relevant to the conversation? To them it is. To them it's important to have a sense of identity and to think, I'm not alone. And they're not, not and they deserve their identity, but is it relevant to the conversation? You know what I mean? That's what I think when I, you know, certain things. It depends on how comfortable they are with it, I guess. I mean, again, I just know when we're at a bar drinking beer, what I don't, I don't really care what your sexual orientation or gender is. We're just having beer, right? Like, so I, I, I think I appreciate that you need to be part of your group and be, and belong and feel, you know. So I think what I'm hearing, because I do have a list of, because I, I also, when I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is a lot. Um, I think there are psychologically some distinct positives to these labels. And I will go through that list in a minute. But I think what I'm hearing from you guys is that they can be helpful to oneself. But when it becomes this, like, identity, you're putting on your chest like it's your superman s and then forcing it down other people's throats and demanding that they are aware of all these different labels and identities like like what what is the reason for the label is it for your own self-worth and your own edification and working through stuff or is it to make sure that other you know that other people aren't as good as you well right point or to say i'm special i'm unique i'm a unicorn like everyone else (laughs) right you know like this makes me different and important and special. Well, and that's what I don't, I think I don't like about that idea of it. It's like, I want you to be who you are and be proud of that and be happy with it. But if I'm not, that doesn't make me less than you. Just like, I'm not going to treat you less. That's irrelevant to what we're doing here. Like if we're doing things, I don't care. I'm going to, I'm going to judge you for being an asshole. I'm not, I don't really care what your sexual orientation is, to be honest with you. Like, like I don't care about it in a good way too. You're not trying to fuck. Well, it's <laughs> yes, she is. Well, she she has. And I hers. already know what that one she is. Has hers. She's. I already know his label. But like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I guess in some. I don't think it's just about I guess having it actual sex. Depends on the sex. context in which it's used and and how it's used. Like, 
again, if you're in a community or a group or a very sex positive uh, Facebook group or whatever, and you're talking about this stuff and that's how you identify and the group identifies itself as cool. I got to like, honestly, I don't have any problem with it. If you're calling yourself that I, it's it's when it's weaponized. It's almost weaponized, right? And I think I think sometimes I'm not intimidated by it. I'm not intimidated by it. It's not about being intimidated. It's It's, about it's like a yardstick used to measure your level of wokeness wokeness or just intelligence or. Well, I'm walking the fuck out. Or you don't test me on shit, right? Like it is though. Because the minute you tell me something like. Well, we we agree. I don't. I've (laughs) never felt attacked by these labels. Like I see them, and I'm just like. Good for you. You're right. polyamorous. You're demisexual. Right. You're pansexual. I, like I've seen that. It's fine. Cool. Like go for it. I I don't understand why I, y'all are so upset. I'm not upset. You I seem what, very upset. Stop telling me how I feel. <laughs> yes, thanks. Well, stop. You're in fact, you're, what you're, you're doing is it, labeling me. You know, if you would smile more, then <laughs> I wouldn't have to guess. <laughs> I feel like so when I see these labels, I'm like, oh my god, that's a lot. But then. And I, I personally feel like I should know them. When I hear other people like eye rolling about it, I it made me want to like look into it and and see what the actual advantages of them are. And I'm going to share them with you now from a Thank you. an article from Psychology. I don't Today. like either, by the way. I don't. I think that they deserve them and they shouldn't be eye rolled. But that doesn't mean I'm going to learn them all either. Right. <laughs> so number one, it's countering ambiguity. It's like putting a name on something that maybe you didn't have a name on before. And I think that is actually a very you know we've talked about how powerful words are, um, and that's I think incredibly important. Enabling self-concept, you know, like if you don't have the words and the context and the framework for this thing that just exists inside you, that can be muddy and confusing. Sure. Um, But I've also never just told somebody I was heterosexual. Because heterosexuality is the default. default. You wear it as a tattoo on your fucking forehead, Katrina. Got it. Supporting community building. (laughs) It says, as our social world evolves, change is inevitable. Communities are founded and developed based on identity. Bonds with those communities are also formed through identity adherence. Identity labels within each community are essential to establishing the community itself. Yeah, that's what I said. Mm -hmm. Providing accurate representation and authentic self-expression. Uh, saving explanations, I would argue that it actually doesn't do that often. It but, does not. Um, learning clearly defined terms and broad dissemination of those terms requires less time to understand someone's gender or sexual identity once expressed. I would say for some of them it sure does, but like at some point, it, like when you're talking about sapiosexual, like, you know, I'm attracted to someone's intellect. I'm not sure how necessary that is. Um, I mean, I would just mm-hmm. say I think you're sexy because you're smart. <laughs> right. Providing a starting point in communication, relationships, and self-awareness. Reducing marginalization by focusing on one's gender or sexual orientation in the public sphere. Offering self-comfort and psychological well-being, aiding in sexual and self-development. Yeah. Super. And I think, so it's kind of touched on here, but I think... I think maybe the most important thing they do is negating the default. You know, last week we talked about Encanto and how important it is to have these stories from other cultures so that it's just not like white princess default and that's the only story that we are relating to. I think making cis people, that's why the the label of cis is important because (coughs) it makes trans 
one of two things instead of right the just its own thing. thing. Right. Well, and I'll say though, I think that what why my reaction and it's a specific situation. I had someone who worked with me who was, um, oh, what am I? Tr- both um, non-binary. Non-binary. Thank you. Gosh, I lost my words. And one day they were would be you know dressed more masculine and one day more feminine and in one day looked very pretty. And I said, they looked pretty. And the immediate reaction was very visceral. And it was, is it because I'm dressed like a girl? And I was like, no, it's just because you look pretty today. And I right. like but also, yes. the dress. But also, yes. It, I mean, like you wore a, a dress. You look pretty. To it's look not like I pretty. didn't mean that disrespectfully. It's like, well, that, you look pretty. Right. And so that is why I think I... I it's the that's what happened. So that has become the other side of it. So we've taken this into we're going to be nasty about it. I didn't. I I literally just meant you looked pretty today. It didn't matter. You looked pretty. I don't right. really care what your sexual orientation or your binariness is. So I guess, but you I probably mean, <clears throat> you might. But I think most people wouldn't say that to a male, right? If a, I have yes, so of course you have. We were in Savannah. <laughs> No, we were in Asheville, and our host was wearing a very pretty dress, and he is, I think, I'm not sure what, because he did not tell me what his gender or his any binary thing is, I told him he looked pretty, because he did. He had a really pretty dress and really pretty shoes on, and he said, thank you. See, and I'm saying him, because I, he was very much a man, um, but, but I, think, I don't know, I, you know, I don't know. He may have been non-binary. He may have been a she. I don't know any of those things, but he did not jump down my shit and tell me, is it because I'm wearing a dress? He said, thank you. And he was very happy. I had said he looked pretty. So as I said, of course you would. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, I think that reaction was probably because... Was yeah, that person biologically forced, biologically female? Right. So if they, they had are, been forced to be girly, had been right. for you know, but then no one forced them as an adult to put that dress on. Correct. So then when I said you looked pretty, it could have been just like I said you looked handsome when you were wearing the suit. Um, and, I just, and you would say that, yes. But you also don't know what you triggered or what was right. like, what else was happening That's right. that day. I understand, but I, then I'm I mean, like. I mean, I'm just trying I, I to would, be nice, and I appreciate what everything that you are. And my feelings would have been hurt, also. Like I'd have been like, "Well, shit, okay, my bad." Did, but that's that, like when people but, lose weight, and they and you say you look good. What I looked fat before. Let's just take the compliment. I, I that's a peeve. I think that's a peeve of mine. When like you pay somebody a compliment, and they're like, "What do I look like shit every other day?" Just take the compliment. Well, and also, like, like the I'm way not, you... I'm not trying to be any way. I just think you look nice today. Did you say it? I don't like think that? you look like <laughs> shit every other day. Right. Like, I'm just... Tr- like, stop being a dick. Like, stop yeah. being so fucking defensive and so... Like, everything's not an attack, is my and point. And I think that's the problem. You know, we're dealing with people who... Are attacked a lot. <laughs> are attacked a lot. And probably some of them are more easily triggered because mm-hmm. they're constantly feeling like the other and defensive and yes. And so that's where these words can be helpful. But I think you're right when they become weaponized as, Oh, you don't know that word. Right. Well, and I mean, just to some extent, you know, in, in defense, when, when you've been shit on for so long and sure. then suddenly somebody's like showing interest, you feel like you're getting gaslit. Right. You're like, 
what is the agenda here? There's right. this person has must have an agenda or what what the fuck are they trying to do? Since everybody else, there's no reason that this person wouldn't be fucking with me. Right. Like everybody else has been. So what is their fucking angle? But I do think so I, I also think that this is one of those things that's more a problem online and in the public sphere than it is in real life. I agree. Um so there was a conversation, this was some months ago, but Dan Savage was on Bill Maher's show and AOC had just come out with something, mm-hmm. like some tweet or video or whatever, and she was talking about, you know, people who are, what was it? It was about abor- abortion was not a women's issue because, you know, people who are trans, non-binary, and two-spirit, which was a word I, as a very liberal person, had never heard before, um, need abortions just like everyone else so and you know people were confused by that and also the way she said it or tweeted it was very aggressive and arrogant and um she is those things she can she can be and i think (laughs) i think when we're rude to people for not knowing something that is so new like i think the expectation should be that we be open and respectful to learn these new things as our society adjusts and be kind, but also in reverse, like let's not treat people who are open to learning and who can be allies as jerks because they don't already know something they've never heard before. Well, also like just, I mean, don't be a dick to me because I'm cisgender. Right. Like I didn't choose it just like you didn't. I'm not going to be a dick to you. Don't be a dick to me. And like you get that like where it's like, well, you're just a fucking straight, you know, straight person. It's like, well, I'm I'm trying to be I'm trying to be here for you. Like, what do you you know? Don't be a dick back. Like, why are you being angry with me? You like, why are you pissy that I'm not something special? Like, I think they're not like. Maybe I didn't they, do this to you. Right. Like, you need to, like, realize that not everybody did this to you. We did, I get that you've been attacked a lot. Everybody gets shit on. Right. Okay? For different reasons. For different reasons. And just try to fucking keep that in mind a little bit. It's right. like, you know, people come to East Tennessee. It's not exactly welcoming. And you can be a white cis person and be shit on. Like, don't be another part of the problem just yes. because somebody doesn't fit in the same box as you. You're doing the same fucking thing back. Right. Like, that's what I, I think that's where I start getting, and I'm like, mm, I'm out. When you become the victim. I'm not the victim. I'm not a victim. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, but don't, don't, no, don't shit on me because I'm fucking straight. I didn't get to choose this. I'm not an, I don't act in a way that's disrespectful to you. Don't act in a dis- way disrespectful to me. I didn't get yeah. to choose being a white female that's cis. I didn't choose those things. Just like you didn't fucking choose whatever the fuck you are. I didn't ask like, to be born. You didn't, well, I didn't. That was something I said to my parents a lot. <laughs> no one's surprised. Um, but, like, stop being a fucking dick, too. Well, yeah, and I just think that, like... Assume- Not all cis people treated you like shit. That's like, true. Like, fucking get your brain right. Right. Well, and I, I do think it's a problem of... Just there are people who would be allies, but then when they get treated... Like they're stupid and poorly intentioned. It's right. not helpful. No, like right. I didn't, I, as I said, a very liberal, lifelong liberal, had never heard the word two-spirit or the term two-spirit <laughs> before that. So two-spirit, for those who don't know, um, is a Native American term. And what they, they used it to refer to individuals that 
seem to have feminine and masculine qualities within them. Um, so instead of, so non-binary is kind of different, right? Where it's like, I don't subscribe to this one or this one. And trans, I think we've talked about enough yeah. that our listeners probably know what it is. <laughs> what, Mitchell? Yeah, I mean, in 2022, if they're listening to if you don't, this podcast. If you don't know what trans is, I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. I think you're good. Yeah. So I just think, like, I think everyone's going about it. Not everyone, but a lot of people are going about this the wrong way and with a lack of grace for each other. Um, one thing I heard that made a lot of sense to me um, is Glennon Doyle, who I don't know if you would call her a lesbian or not. I don't know that she calls herself a lesbian, but she was married to a man, and then a lot of things happened. And she's a lot of things happened, Mitch. She could yada, be yada, a, yada. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> she could be a lesbian and be married to a man. Just well, well so yeah, everybody's yeah, yes. clear. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm not sure mm-hmm. she, uh, you'll see what I mean yeah, in a she, second. Yeah, right. She's now married to Abby Wambach, Olymp- Olympian Abby yep. Wambach. Um, and when they were talking about labels, what she said was she felt like these labels that we put on sexuality and gender and things like faith are like trying to fit the ocean into a water glass. Like there are these big, right. like ununderstandable things that we try to fit into these teeny tiny little boxes. Well, yes. And I mean, they all, everybody wants to belong. Right. Everybody has to find their tribe. And this is, this, this is what people are doing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give you an analogy here. Oh, good. Oh, I can't wait. We're going to talk, talk about music for a minute because okay. I'm a fan. <laughs> Are you? So, heavy metal. Oh, boy. Right? (laughs) In the 80s, when when heavy metal became heavy metal, like, it was this thing. Before that, it was light metal or medium metal? (laughs) No, it just didn't exist. No metal. It went from zero to heavy. Black Sabbath is arguably the godfathers of heavy metal, but nobody called it heavy metal. It was just rock and roll. Okay. Uh, I was joking, but okay. Yeah, don't. Oh, God. Don't. Not allowed. Fuck with me on this one, okay? <laughs> uh, so it, it was this thing, and it, it embraced the, the devil stuff and the loudness, and it's like just in your face. It's all the shit that the cool kids at school weren't listening to. It scared your parents, and it gave you this identity. The cool kids at school weren't listening to it? Were. No. Oh, no. No, no. No, that's... no, no. No, that's what it was for. It was for the nerds. It was the rebels. It was the rebels. And those kids that were wearing the denim and the long hair. Those were definitely outcast rebels. Weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. It created this community of people. And the satanic panic, maybe. Right. (laughs) I'm just trying to fuck with you. It didn't create the satanic (laughs) panic. It just got blamed for for the satanic panic. Let's do an episode on the satanic panic. I'll go off on that all day. I know you will. But... (laughs) It it became this this thing where people are just trading and everything, trading these tapes, right? And it was heavy metal. So then Metallica comes along, right? And I love Metallica. Metallica takes heavy metal and puts it on the fucking radio. Suddenly, the jocks are listening to it. My sister is listening to it. Not mine specifically. I'm talking from yeah. the perspective of one of these guys that is, like, this was their identity. This is what they did. And suddenly, like, everything that 
was my culture. Like, this is now being taken from me. Everything that made me special is now everywhere else. And all these other... So now I have to go find something different and deeper and heavier. So then you have all these branches of heavy metal start forming. You've got your black metal, your death sure. metal, your Norwegian thrash metal, <laughs> your new, new wave of British heavy metal, sludge metal, stoner metal. And it just keeps branching into all... like. Industrial metal. It just keeps branching and branching into these further subsets because every time something gets popular, we got to find something else to make ourselves unique like everyone else and keep it our own and keep it our own. So when I go and I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, yeah, I like heavy metal, there are so many things. Like when I say heavy metal, what are you thinking? Uh, Mitch. Right. It's a terrible question to ask either of you two people. But, like, I don't listen to the same heavy metal that everybody else listens to. But I'm also not pretentious enough to somebody's like, what kind of music do you listen to? Well, I listen to a lot of uh, doom, sludge, and stoner metal. (laughs) Because that's more confusing. That's confusing them more than I listen to heavy metal then I can gauge their response on whether they even right, give we can a get shit. into it at that point right. because they can look at me and go, "Oh yeah, I like country," and I don't have to keep going yeah. because I know that that person's not going to know the difference between death and sludge, right? Whereas if I'm like, I listen to heavy metal. Oh yeah, who are some of your favorite bands? The Sword, Metallica, Clutch. Oh, you know, like thrash and stoner metal. I'm like, yeah. What do you? I'm more of a black metal guy. Okay, okay, I see. And then the conversation can go from there. So again, these labels help build community and identify certain sects within a larger community. But you're not shitting on the guy who listens to country. No, I'm not. And that's my point. So Some I, people will. Some people will. Right. And that goes back to a, a previous episode or something yeah. earlier where people just be like, and, and the, here's to your point about not understanding the labels. If I'm some guy that comes up and like, hey, have you heard Wade Tang? Nope. I, no. Dude, you haven't? Oh, my God, dude. Right. Do you even listen to fucking heavy metal? Like, Do you I even listen not. to metal? Guess not. Or somebody from, a, like, have you heard that new uh, Luke Bryan song? Like no, uh, no. Oh my God! How have you got? How have you? You've had to have heard it. I like, don't I, listen to any country radio stations. There is a zero percent chance that I've heard right. it. Oh my God! You're so missing out. And no, I'm not. But I know who Luke Bryan is. But the, <laughs> the, I guess I don't even know what the point I'm going for is. But it it, it seemed like it was going somewhere really great. And it was. Well, and it was I, this. I mean, I get it. I get how people have to feel community. Get your subsets. You get these things, and you get your label. And because we do, we all naturally label ourselves and each other. And right, but don't be the guy that's like, "Oh, you don't know that. You don't right. know Luke Bryan. How do you not know Luke Bryan? Right. Like he's one of the greatest artists of that's, all time. That, well, that to may you, be true. I don't and listen I'm to out, that. Though I'm glad that you enjoy it. I'm not going to tell you that it's garbage. That's right. I just don't enjoy it. That's for you. So both of those things, like that's, it's very similar in that you've got, yeah. Okay. So it was kind of like when we were plant nerding out and Ren's like, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Literally. We were like, hey, we're going to do plant cuttings and we like all these plants and this and this and that. And Ren's like, nope. And we started talking about wrestling. And then Ren Ren was also like, nope. And then. But she wasn't like, you guys are stupid fucking idiots because you like plants and wrestling. She was just like, I don't, 
I'm going to sit here and listen till you two are done. And then I'm okay. Right. Like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. You guys so like that. I don't. And then somebody, I, I, I guess to, to your point, Ren, I only see this on the internet. I don't imagine a conversation ever happening where somebody like tells me their deepest bedroom secrets and right. what they're into. So I can I think it's easily only, ignore it and move past it's it. It's only in a, in a situation kind of like the one I was in and yeah. where you're, you do, you know, associate with somebody who does identify maybe in one of the um, other well, yeah. labels I mean, that I, you're not usually normally with or comfortable with or just not exposed to. And then it's kind of, then it's become apparent, you know, then it's, that's when you'll notice it. But yes, normally it is. It's kind of in that stratosphere of things that don't happen in your life well yeah i mean i i think to to that point like don't expect everybody to know like you might have to do some education but maybe i like, should start quizzing if, people if, on if it was a if it was a situation <laughs> where it was like hey i appreciate that and i know you were trying to be nice let's stray away from pretty for a right. while like that's right. cool like that one time and the next time you just don't that's she right. could dunk on you that's right I had a, or we, he could dunk on you. We had, Excuse I me. remember the, the Christina story, and I said something, in, and she immediately said to me, I'm going to go ahead and call you out and have you not use that term anymore. Just don't yeah. be a dick and, at all. And that's all she And I was like, you're 100% right, and I will never use that term again. Yeah. And that was it. And she did. She wasn't an asshole. She just very quickly and very sternly said, we don't say that. Yeah. And I said, you sure as hell bet I won't it's, say it again. It's like if you came in my house yeah. and, and discredited Mariah Carey. I'm gonna look at you and go, you get that one. And then we're gonna stop <laughs> we're gonna stop disparaging Mariah. We're not gonna if you don't wanna talk nice about Mariah. Carey, we're just not gonna talk about her. You, we're not gonna talk about her. Yeah. Fair. And then if you bring it up again, then I'm punching him out. I'm gonna get my blanket on <laughs> and then I'm gonna put on the record. And her pop funko and all and then the things. We're just gonna listen to Mariah Carey for the rest of the time you're here. So loud that you can't hear me. Talk. <laughs> I do want, no point we've really gone off the rails. I do want to acknowledge that we are sitting recording a podcast that is about a label, right? It's about feminism. Yep. And so, you know, we want to be Thanks for reminding us of what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. They're they are important. We can't be dicks about them. But we as feminists, mm -hmm. I think like we like to tease people, but we and this is certainly not true of all feminists, but you know, we don't like we like to talk about it, right? We like to talk to yeah. people about what it means to them, uh, what it means to us, and how they feel about feminism. But we don't, like, demand that they call themselves that. That's right. Or act the way or, we act or subscribe to all the thoughts we do. Exactly. And, you know. um, and so I think that, like, we all need to be a little it's bit a, more generous with each other in well, all directions. And more of a discussion thing than a chastise type thing, right? Like, yeah. we're all learning all the time. And if we're not, then we're, you know... What yeah. are we doing? And I think we do have like a, we jump right to the offended button. Absolutely. In our Worst case scenario. That's yeah. it. Just, and I don't even mean just on the side everything. of the people with the labels. Everybody. The people who don't have the labels and don't like the labels jump right to being offended about everything yep. too. Yep. And I just don't think that helps anybody. Everybody slow it down. Settle, take it down from a 10. I need you to two. And I think for some people, it's okay to acknowledge that these labels are really important and helpful. And for other people... They are not helpful at all. Right. And even mm -hmm. if they fall into a label, like, you remember, there was the one label that was the no label label. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> for some people, you know, they don't want to be put into a box. And that's okay, too. You or know, a even, corner. Right. 
in you, baby's case. Oh, God. What did you say? Don't or put baby a in a corner. In baby's case. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, we've gone there. So even someone who you would consider a, a person who would be in the LGBTQIA plus family, maybe they don't want to they don't want to be put in a box and that's all right too and should be respected just right. as well as the people who want to share those labels and are proud of them right absolutely okay you email with us email us what your label is yeah your warning label or your actual label <laughs> your terms um okay you can find us at that other f um subscribe like we're fa- we are on where all pad podcasts i guess can be found right and, sure are uh, Instagram, that other F word pod. Facebook. Facebook. I just launched my new website, MitchSexuals.com. You're an idiot. Oh, my God. No. God help him. He's not. It's a dating app. That's not a thing. Only to me. That's not a thing. Don't visit that. <laughs> and remember, feminism, feminism isn't, isn't a bad, bad word. word.